Episode 2 of the Coaching Through Podcast starts now. Welcome to the Coaching Through Podcast, where we're covering people pleasers, codependent, and lack of boundary doers. Hang out, be vulnerable, and take healing by the hand and say, let's go. I am your host, Vernisa Williams, aka V, MSW, therapist, and coach. And it is my honor to bring coaching through to the podcast realm to create a safe space for women to work through their healing by reclaiming their voice. I am a single mom, grandmother, Christ believer, divorcee, social worker, and plant mom. We will coach through the topics of people pleasing, boundaries, being codependent, and much more. This week, we will be coaching through how our values and needs help us to reclaim our voice. I do not want to assume that every person who will listen in knows what core values are or even know that it's a thing. So let's begin with some definitions. There are so many out there for core values and just values alone. I will use the most straightforward definition to refer to on the podcast. Here it is. Core values are the foundational beliefs that guide your behavior and decisions. Like I said, pretty straightforward, right? I also looked up the meaning for need. Now, I know this is a no-brainer, but because I'm a visual and hands-on learner, I think it is important to have a foundational definition for need also. This will wrap up the idea that values and needs must work together for our embitterment. The definition for need is something that is necessary for an organism to live a healthy life. When I think about both definitions, I'm like, of course, in order for me to live a healthy life, my values must guide my behavior and decisions to what is necessary for me. But we also know what seems so straightforward sometimes, it's not always easy to do. How hard is it for us to apply that to our life? How hard is it for us to reinforce that truth in daily interactions? Here is where reclaiming your voice comes in. When we are reclaiming something, it does not mean the thing was never there. It was always there, but it's been lying dormant, possibly forgotten about, needing to be rescued. The part of us that was psychologically taken due to an event, conversation, or unwanted situation is waiting to be reclaimed. Let's go down memory lane for a second. Remember the excitement you had as a little girl when it was time to visit the library? It gave you a new opportunity to explore your imagination or the curiosity you had when you were given a rule and you had the nerve to ask why, knowing you might get in trouble for questioning authority. The boundaries you had when you did not want to hug that family member because something felt off. What about the time when you tried to bring every bug in the house because your love for living things was beyond your own understanding? Yes, that voice. How many of you were directly or passive aggressively told, you talk too much, your dreams were silly, or was told, that's not how we do it in this family. Oh, and here's a good one. Children should be seen and not heard. I am rolling my eyes right now. By the way, I actually researched that saying. If you want to read some interesting info on this so-called proverb that originated in the 15th century, I will put the link in the show notes. And as a FYI, during our journey on the podcast, the social worker in me might rise up, which may cause me to go on just a little rant. So here's my first rant. 
This is why it is hard for some of us to find the source of our issues, because many of our issues are generational, deeply rooted negative values that has become a part of how we see ourselves and how we position ourselves in the world. <sighs> okay, I digress. Back to reclaiming your voice. Here is another scenario. What about the voice you need to reclaim during the beginning of your empty nester season? You've lived your life for your children and now you are wondering what you have left. Shout out to baby boomers and Gen X warriors. Here's another scenario in case you need one more. Think about the voice that wanted to scream BS, but instead you froze because all the gaslighting you experienced and the overwhelm of it all paralyzed you. As you evolve, your voice will evolve. You may need your voice to roar like a lion in one phase of your life to then speak as a lamb in another. But guess what? It's your voice. You are the only person that has the right to sign the permission slip for your life. Remember when we was kids, we needed the guardian in our life to grant us a permission slip to go on that school trip? Even those of you who forged that name, in that moment, you knew you should not have. Why? Because the instructions were, the person responsible for you is to sign their name. Now, that person is you. I will start off by saying, although there is more than one path to reclaim your voice, I will take you through a few steps of self-examination as a guide to begin this path to reclaim your voice. One. Allow yourself to get all your emotions and all the messy, petty, and unreasonable thoughts into the air regarding the thing or individual that has you struggling with people-pleasing, codependency, and having a lack of boundaries. What you may experience on your road to healing will be similar to the stages of grief, which is denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. So if you need to vent to your friends about how terrible this person was in bed, or they was always broke, or he was this and she was that, or the boss was a jerk. If you need to listen to those sad songs or songs that will pump up your ego, do it. Because pain has many faces and behaviors that need to be exposed and released through you. Pain looks like sarcasm. Pain looks like arrogance. Pain is the anxious laugh. Pain finds safety under denial. Anger comes out by saying, why am I not good enough? Why they won't accept me for who I am? I've done everything they asked of me. I always helped out. I turned in those good grades. What more do they want? Bargaining is, okay, if I get another job, yeah, that's it. That will make them happy. Symptoms of depression may come in the beginning and right before acceptance. It's that ugly tug of war with the angel on one side and the devil on the other. You get caught up in checking off that shoulda, woulda, coulda list. Accepting what happened, accepting the choices you made, right or wrong, either way, find acceptance so you can make it to the other side. I want to make sure I put this out there. The order I presented as the stages of grief, that order is not Bible. We are all individual human beings what you experience is your story and your story alone. Two, once you've gained acceptance, now you can work towards identifying the root cause of the choices you made. Acceptance will give you new perspective. 
It allows you to come out of your situation so you can look down into it. It also helps to ground you for the process work that is coming up next. Three, time to rebuild. In therapeutic work, there are many instances that your therapist will take you through the process called bottom up, depending on your needs. Again, I'm a visual learner, so if you can imagine a drawing that is an outline, the shape of a body, the therapist will guide you to process from the bottom, the beginning, to the top, the present. The purpose of this is to help you process who you were starting from the root causes to who you are now as a result of the root. The goal is to bring clarity to your behaviors and life choices. Four, this is when you will figure out your core values. After the hard work of laying your groundwork to create stability, now you can lay the bricks by building your core values. As mentioned before, there are more than one way towards healing. Maybe you are already living a life of acceptance and you're ready to jump right into identifying your core values. Whatever your needs are in your process towards healing, that is where you can begin. When seeking out your core values, think about it like having a fitness trainer. The trainer is to always make sure you check your form. They are looking at your spine, your neck, your waist, and your head, and probably other areas of your body. Those areas must be in alignment so your workout will be safe and effective. They make sure you are going in the right direction to meet your fitness goals. The reason behind this is to be one with your core. Your core keeps you balanced. Your core keeps you strong. When your core is strong, the rest of your body will fall in line. As we return to our definition statement, which is, in order for you to live a healthy life, your values must guide your behavior and decisions to what is necessary for you. I hope you can see, reclaiming your voice is not only a journey of becoming a recovering people pleaser, codependent and lack of boundaries doer, it's also a journey of self-love and a higher level of self-care. Next week for episode three, we will coach through values that empower versus values that destroy. Remember, if you want to check out one of those many links I found about where that proverb, children should be seen and not heard, originated, the link will be in the show notes. Also, I have a gift for you. Instead of you going on Google to find a list of core values, I created a PDF entitled The ABCs of Core Values that also will be in the show notes along with this week's call to action. All right, guys, I hope this episode resonated with at least one person. I'll talk to you next week. Be well and peace out.